Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The night we all thought was uh, never going to come has come. At least we think. I guess there's still time. There's an hour and three minutes left (laughs) that something could happen. But uh, welcome on in live from Studio 6B on debate night number one. The president of the United States and the former vice president Joe Biden are set to throw down at 903. And we're going to be here for the whole thing with you. So, uh, Paul Nolan, how are you? I'm excited. I'm glad they're taking 30-minute breaks. They're going to have naked nap time for <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> well, the Biden, I think, <laughs> asked for breaks. And so far, the debate commission has stayed, uh, has stayed steady and said, no, 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 Grandpa. If you can't work 90 minutes, there's a problem. <laughs> so, um, Rick Delgado's here. Rick, how are you? Uh, I feel like I did something wrong. I got shoved over to the side. But I'm okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been a little little hectic in here leading up to the show, but that's fine. Uh, Rick Amorati's here. Rick, how are you? Hey, Big D. Let's get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get ready to rumble. Here we go. Well, um, you know, when you think back on debates, you think back four years ago. Now, we didn't do this. Paul asked me, did you do this four years ago? Um, we didn't do debate night coverage four years ago. So this is uh, brand new even for me. And you think back four years, of course, these debates usually offer some moment that everybody takes away and remembers or something that you didn't see coming or expect. And, of course, I'd say I think four years ago, you guys can give me your opinion, it's got to be the when she says it's a good <laughs> thing that people like Donald Trump are not in charge of the law. And he says, because <laughs> yeah. you'd be in jail. Because <laughs> right, so, I'm put you in jail, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the moment that people remember from last, uh, last cycle. But so what I've done here today as we head towards 9 o'clock, 9.03 to be specific, is I've, um, I have a bunch of kind of looking back. It's a lot of crazy town stuff. And just as a preview of what we could see tonight. Now, me and Paul, well, let's just go around here. So, uh, Rick Delgado, I'll start with you. Right. What is what is your, um, what do you think the takeaway is going to be at um, 1031? Uh, my big prediction is Joe Biden will lose his temper and he will, he'll just, he'll just disintegrate from there. Once he loses his temper, he's going to disintegrate. Huh. Okay. Um, Paul Nolan, what's the headline tomorrow? The headline tomorrow is uh, Trump lies 377 times, according to, you know, independent fact checkers, you know, two of which will be like Hunter Biden and you know Hillary Clinton. So you think Biden wins no matter what he does, think, as long as he stands on his own I, two feet. I think the fact checkers are going to lie, 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 lie the whole time like they always do. And, you know, you know I think it's going to be Trump is going to dominate the public opinion. 
and I think the media is going to tell all the lemmings what to think. Yeah. Okay, Rick Amorati, what's your hope? Or what's the headline in your mind? I'm going to take, well, the headline in my mind is that uh, I think it's going to be a little bit, um, not what we expected. You know, it's going to be a little bit like a eh, plaza, but I, overall, I think Trump is going to prevail as always, and uh, I think he's going to come out on top. So well, Trump comes out on top. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a very good chance that Biden, because the bar's been set pretty much, if he doesn't Jerry Nadler in his pants <laughs> and um, stays upright, then he wins. I think because the bar's been set at that point, I think we probably walk away being a little disappointed. If I, if I yeah. had a guess. Yeah. Now, I do think the president will bring his A game here. I actually think he'll be much better this time around than he was in 2016. In 2016, he pretty much dominated her on the stage. I don't know he can exactly do that with Biden the way he did with her, hovering around her and all that. But I do think... Um, if we have moments we remember, it's going to be because of Joe himself. So let me take you back to July 31st after the Democratic debates were over. Uh, the first one here, G, uh, we put this together. And this is a lot of what's possible here when it comes to Joe Biden tonight. So um, the first one, the Crazy Town Joe Biden edition one. You got it? All right, roll it. All right, Joe, come on. <laughs> you know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, Why doesn't he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say you it. You know, I Donald guess, Trump really was asked us. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, probably best I, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Look, tomorrow's superstar. Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? I would eliminate the capital gains tax. That in, I would, I would raise the capital gains tax. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. I commuted uh -huh. every single solitary day to Wilmington, Delaware, over 500 miles a day. Uh, excuse me, uh, 250 miles a day. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. It's Chris, but anyway. I just did Chris. No, no, I, I, I just did Chuck. I tell you what, man, and these are back to back. Anyway, I just I just can't figure the guy. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's like watching a yo-yo. I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching. It feels that way. I want to ask you. I'm coming directly to you for ask a quick favor. And I tell you what, I'm so darn proud. And those poor people who have lost you know anyway back i've been here a number of times last time was i think uh, all the way back in 2014 but i've been here before that i love this place i love, look what's not to like about vermont in terms of the beauty and what a neat town if elected you would turn 82 at the end of your first term you'd be the oldest president in american history are like you Winston willing Churchill. are you willing to commit american history yes. we should make sure that we have in the, no one going to jail for a a a drug offense, they go directly mandatory prison. I would see to it immediately moving toward, you know, we, we're in fact in a position now that if in fact we dealt with mitigation across the board, just what we did in the last, in the last administration and before leading to a standard that we provide efficiency for appliances, that saves billions of gallons of gasoline. I mean, billions of... of 
two point, I think it's $2.3 billion worth of, excuse me, $500 billion in savings and two point something billion metric tons of CO2 going in the air. Electric vehicles, in fact, the biggest problem is you can't stop to charge. We no. should have charging stations along every interstate highway in the country. Yeah. You pay for it just like you did gasoline. Sure. But if you can do that with bicycles in town and you can put a nickel, I'm, I'm serious. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. A kid coming from a very poor school, a very poor background, will hear four million words fewer spoken by the time they get there. What is that first issue for your presidency? The first, the first thing I would do your is make sure that we defeat no, no. Donald Trump. You've already done that. You get a tax break for the racehorse. Why in God's name couldn't we provide an $8,000 tax credit for everybody who has child care costs? It would put it would put 720 million back million women back in the workforce. Four more years of Donald Trump will go down as an aberration. Hard to overcome the damage he's done, but we can overcome it. Eight more years of Donald Trump will change America in a fundamental way. The America we know will no longer exist. By the way, it's my little sister Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, I'm prepared to say that I have a record of over 40 years yeah. and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense, and that's rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. If you agree with me, go to Joe 303. Three, oh, and help me in this fight. Oh, yeah. You're a lion, dog faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're. Why, why attack have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More there are probably anywhere from 10 to 15 percent of the people out there who are just not very good people. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the, you know the thing. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, a long Racist. way into November. We got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. I'm ready on day one after more than three years in office. <laughs> Why isn't Donald Trump ready? Mr. President, wake up. <laughs> because we cannot get reelected. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... <laughs> that aged well. Yeah, that aged well, and it's absolutely possible that you could get a lot of those moments tonight. It's absolutely possible that that could happen tonight, so... Yeah, because a guy in his condition, you don't know which one is going to show up. You just don't. You know what? What is it called? Sundowning. When the sun goes down, yeah. all of a sudden they get uh, they get very you know uh, toned down. He he could end up like he did towards the end there, where he's like, oh, I'm ready day one. <laughs> uh, are you? Wake, wake up.
Why yeah, did yeah. you let 200,000 people die? He's going to say that seven times tonight. That, what's the over-under bet on that? All right, so let's talk yes. about over-under bets. Gee, put up the graphic. So let's get right to it so the audience knows what's going on tonight. So here's what we're doing. Uh, we have the over-unders <laughs> on how many times Joe Biden says, and we have three choices here. Come on, man, during the debate. That's set at three. Um, here's the deal. Over-under there set at three. Lion dog face pony soldier said it. <laughs> so this is your uh, this is your over under bets. And I'm this pounding. Is also- I'm pounding over three. Come on, man's. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. So let's go around here. Rick Delgado, what what's what's interest you there for if you've got some money to put um, down? Um, you know what? I, I would have to lay some on the command man's and here's the deal. Here's well, the deal. Are going you going way over, over three. or under three? What are you doing? I'm gonna say over three on both of those. Over I'm, three on I'm both. Oh yeah. And what about the last one? None. Zero. None. Um, so you're going under. Yeah, I'm gonna one. go zero on that one. Okay, Paul, come on, man. Over or under three? Way over three. Okay. And way over three on here's the deal. I'd lay over five on here's the deal, but I want two to one. <laughs> All right. I'm going under three on come on, man. Really? Yep. All right. But I'm going way over on here's the deal. So so here's what's here's the deal. <laughs> Every time they get into the I think the format is they're gonna each have five three minutes, three minutes, and then two minutes of back and forth. When they get to the back and forth, every time the president comes after him with something, you didn't do this or you you killed you almost killed everybody at H1N1, whatever, you're going to get, listen, here's the deal. You're going to get way more here in the deal, in my opinion, than you're going to get, come on, man. Yeah, I would say that, Zach. And then sure. what's what happened to the, but come, the graphic? Come on, here? man, is his, uh, that's his like reset. When he yeah. loses his place in his mind, come on, man, is like his trigger, like his yes. neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah, it's like okay. a crutch. His, his crutch, it's his go-to. Yeah. Okay. And dog-faced pony soldier, I'm going under one. You know, I don't think you're going to get one. So, all right, uh, we'll get Amirati's picks here in one second. Let's uh, hit the break. Even though I think the network's doing their own coverage tonight. So we're with you. Live from Studio 6B, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all social media. Glad you're in. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> The American people, when they turn on the news, they want just the news. Spare me the talking points. I think people are sick of the freak parade on cable TV, night in and night out. People are consuming news these days everywhere, on every device. And we're gonna be there. We're gonna be fair, we're gonna be fearless. We feel like we have a responsibility to you, the American people. News and opinions that are honest and real. Real America's voice. Hi, live from Studio 6B on debate night number one. We're with you. I saw someone on social media say it would be great if you guys would stay with us during the debate and comment in real time. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have it. We think we're going to have it up behind us here. And then we'll, I don't know, we may do some other versions of it, but we're going to be right here with you the whole time. So you'll get all of our real time reactions to what we hope is not a dud. I don't think it can be a dud. I, I'm I'm sorry. I just Trump does not deliver duds. He uh, he's 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 a machine. Okay. He's he he's into you know making making. He wants to make TV history. He wants to make debate history. Everything's huge. All right. So gee, I've got the other crazy town, but let's go to the other one first. The third one, the shorter one. 
So let me take you back now to August. I don't think Paul was here that night. So, Paul, you're going to like this. This is, um, <clears throat> well, Joe Biden decided to give an interview to Dish Network. And he decided that um, he was going to talk about what kind of music gets him going before the debates. Roll oh. that, G. <laughs> For the families of yeah. Floyd Taylor, or George Taylor. I'm Caesar, do you think that I can tell George's daughter that his name will be always remembered because always. you'll name the bill Except for, for 30 him. seconds from now. And I said, well, I'll recommend that to the Judiciary Committee and to the... <laughs> the uh, other thing. To the Congressional Black Caucus yeah, who have shaped the bill. Shaped the bill, but yeah. I only will do that if you oh, tell me that only. this legislation uh -huh. is worthy of George Kirby's name. A Floyd Taylor, a George Taylor. <laughs> George Kirby's name. And he said it is. And so we're very proud. Very proud. Floyd Taylor, a George Taylor. George Kirby. We're very proud to carry yes. that. Oh, I'm very proud. Oh, yeah. You got to send him some T-shirts. They're on it. <laughs> <laughs> They're on it. Oh, uh, yeah. George Kirby. Okay. Well, all right. You know. I found out who George Kirby is. Kirb, <laughs> I saw someone on, someone on social media say maybe Kirby Puckett, uh, former uh, Minnesota twin. Yep. I mean, with this George. Well, uh, it did happen in Minnesota. So I could, yeah, I can't see that. Yeah, no. Um, so. George Kirby is an American comedian and singer and actor. So there okay. you go. Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe he wrote that song that Joe Biden said he likes. So what? <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> Something. <laughs> you're the oh, you best. Mean, you mean you mean the uh, hip hop song yeah. that, that uh, Joe Biden says he? You know, I can't say it. That was um, oh. that was the crazy town. What well, crazy town? Do we still have that? G? <laughs> that one's. We have that one. You're the best. Yeah. I think it's uh, the one right before this here. <laughs> From Wednesday. Yeah, well, let's, fire, let's fire up old Joe here because this one's even maybe better. Let's see this one one more time. Come on, Joe. What kind of music you like? No, you're all right. Way you way got way. it, man. Like, you know, and so there, there's just a, and, uh, you know, it, it's a, I think I, I like a, a variety. I, I like a variety. Right. And, uh, and so for me, it goes all the way from, uh, you know, dealing with folks like, uh, you know, um, oh. Celine Dion, who's not doing much right now. No. Uh, she's starting Celine back Dion. in a big way. Yeah, she's starting. All the way to, uh, uh, you know, oh. listen to uh, oh. some hip hop artists. But yeah, right. not, and by well, the way, like like before you go on stage, like everybody had that one song. Yeah. Before you go on stage, yeah. like one song you like to listen to to kind of get you up and ready. Well, what is it? Uh, there, there's a bunch. One, one of the bunch? ones I like is that, um, uh, that uh, you know. Uh, no, um, I don't. I shouldn't even say it, probably. Um, shouldn't but, say it. <laughs> but I no what idea. I like is uh, that uh, uh, the song, You're the Best. Oh, you're the best. And, uh, and yeah, I, you're the best. I, I, I like Classic. it because it reminds me of my life. And uh, so, uh, you yeah. know, I just like just up-tempo. Up-tempo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think George Kirby does You're the Best. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best by George Kirby. Yeah. You know that song. That's oh, an old favorite of ours. Yeah. It's up-tempo George Kirby. You're yeah. the best. Oh, man. Put that on your iPod for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, honey, we're having a barbecue? Yeah, what are we going to put on? Let's put on a little George Kirby.
<laughs> You're the best. Put that one on. That one, that one always reminds me of you, honey. <laughs> that always reminds me of you, honey. Old George Kirby is always good. So uh, Anytime George Kirby makes an appearance, it just makes you smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, it absolutely could happen. It absolutely could happen. All right, well, we got a little f- – what is this from now, G? What are we watching here? This is uh, from Inside the Debate. Okay, this is uh, from inside the debate hall. Like somebody's taking a nap with a hat. <laughs> Joe Biden, Joe Biden's <laughs> debate prepper. <laughs> he's he's done. So uh, people were. I think there's about about 300 people allowed into the hall tonight. Maybe a little more, but uh, you know, it's funny. Jason Miller, who we've had on this show, tweeted something. I don't know if you guys saw this, and he said, um, "Interesting guest lineup tonight." In the hall. Can I guess the chairman think, for BLM? You think no, he he means on his on his side, Trump I think he meant on the Trump side that they invited someone. What do you think it could what do you think it could be? Any any ideas there? I'm gonna take a guess. Tara Reed. Yeah, good guess, Rick. How about who's, throw how about somebody who, there to throw him off his game? Who's guess. that? Tara Reed? I'm yeah. joking. Oh, you right. wouldn't know who she is because the media, you know. Because we don't believe women anymore. Right. Yeah, Me Too is, is just gone, so that's over. So, um, Well, the other thing, what, what do I got here? I got a couple of minutes. The other thing I do want to address on a serious note is what came out, to, what was unclassified today. This is, I, I don't know if I can do this in three minutes, but. Well, you got to um, touch on it. Chairman Lindsey Graham, this is from John Radcliffe over at DNI. In response to your request for intelligence community information related to the Federal Bureau of Investigation's crossfire hurricane investigation, I have declassified the following. Number one, in late July 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russia, uh, Russian intelligence a- uh, a- analysis alleging that U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had approved a campaign plan to stir up a scandal against U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians' hacking of the DNC. The IC does not know the accuracy of this allegation or the extent to which the Russian intelligence analysis may reflect exaggeration or fabrication. Number two, according to handwritten notes, CIA Director Brennan subsequently briefed President Obama and other senior national security officials on the intelligence, including the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26, 2016, of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security services. And number three, on the 7th of October, 2016, U.S. intelligence officials forwarded an investigative referral to FBI Director James Comey and Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence Peter Strzok regarding, quote, U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a mean of distracting the public from her use of a private email server. As referenced in this 24th September 2020 letter to your committee, Attorney General Barr has advised that the disclosure of this information will not interfere with any ongoing investigations. Signed, Bo- John Ratcliffe. Boom. Wow. Is this unfreaking believable The good news is this. It'll be the front page of the Times tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
a couple more crazy towns we'll remind you of to get ready for Joe Biden's performance tonight. And we will take you right to 903, where we will stay here and watch it with you. B on debate night number one getting closer about 33 minutes away from the start we will take you into the hall and stay with you here watch it with you pipe it in here on the feed um, Paul <laughs> Nolan's here Rick Delgado Rick Amirati getting ready and a uh, bunch of stuff has gone on during the day about this and uh, the, the two campaigns have kind of gone back and forth um, Trump asking, obviously, for a bunch of stuff. Number one, a drug test, which they would not agree to. Number two, for Biden to be checked over his ears specifically, that he didn't have any, this wasn't going to be another Donna Brazil deal. Um, and then Biden asked for breaks. In, what, like every five minutes, I think he was asking? He asked for breaks <laughs> every half an hour. It's a 90-minute I mean, the president has gone into the briefing room and talked for more than 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, taking questions that whole time. Yeah. Not just questions, grilled by a bunch right. of activists. I mean, he goes, the president goes to um, three states in a day and gives three speeches and then does stuff at the White House. This guy's asking for breaks for 90-minute debate. <laughs> <laughs> what a Only three a states lot. Biden's going to today is comatose, oh. half comatose, and... Some other uh, confusion. Yeah, confusion. You're welcome. I mean, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. I love the meme I saw today. This is great. So tonight they'll have a team of independent fact checkers reporting what's true and false. That's really a good idea. They should make a channel that does that and then maybe call it the news. <laughs> <laughs> put three letters in front of it and put the word news after it might be a good idea. Uh, the great one, Mark Levin, weighs in on this uh, breaking Radcliffe. Hillary Clinton manufactured the Russia collusion story for which she should pay a big price. That said, all of a sudden, after years of lies and deceit, there will likely be no mention of it as it does not advance the Democratic Party media narrative, including Biden's January 5th, 2017 role in pushing the Logan Act as a predicate for a phony investigation. Obviously, that into Flynn. And that's a whole nother story today. This judge in the Flynn case is absolutely off the rails. I mean, off the rails. If there was ever a case for some, a guy to be disbarred, that guy is somewhere down the line it. I'm telling you, he is, he is hoping to delay past the election. He is hoping for a Biden victory. This is a judge. Think about this. He's hoping for a Biden win so that he can continue the cover-up. Continue this and, get, and get this, get, put this guy away. 
He's going to, and I said this, by the way, at least eight months ago, this judge is going to force the president's hand to have to pardon Flynn. And then they can go, so oh, look at this. He's, he's got to pardon all his friends because they're all crooked. That's it. This is what, this is the play. I've told you this for at least six, seven months. Emmett Sullivan has been at this forever. He was a Bush henchman. He was, he was, he was uh, a crony of Bush. He was, I remember he was involved in the Patriot Act that stripped more of our rights than COVID-19. He, you know, he's been around forever, and he, Obama's got him under strict orders. Keep delaying this as long as you can, and let's keep it hidden as long as we can until we find a way to kill him with one of our shiny objects. My question is, what, what can be done to the judge? Because there's got to be a mechanism where they can remove him from the bench, recall him, or, or like you mentioned, Damon, uh, get him disbarred. Uh, I mean, what's the mechanism when when well, you see mean, a judge to, doing think, something like this? I think this? impeachment is the is the I think impeachment, impeachment is right. the uh, is the vehicle. A couple other things on this Radcliffe thing before we get to the other crazy town. Um, July 26th, U.S. intel authorities learned that Russian intel knew of Hillary Clinton's plan to cook up a scandal alleging that Trump was working with Russia. Obama was personally briefed on Russia's knowledge of Clinton's plan. Of Russia's knowledge of Clinton's plan. He says, on September 7, 2016, U.S. intel officials sent an investigative referral to James Comey and Peter Strzok about Clinton's election interference plan and Russia's knowledge of it. We now know the Steele dossier was entirely a product of Russian agents and intel officials. Christopher Steele, the Clinton campaign subcontractor who compiled the dossier, was working for a sanctioned Russian oligarch. So was Fusion GPS. And we learned this week that the dossier's primary subsource was a Russian intel asset who was deemed a national security threat. Today's declassification confirms that from the beginning, the FBI knew its anti-Trump investigation was based entirely on Russian disinformation. Brennan and Comey were personally warned. They responded by fabricating evidence and defrauding the courts. That from Sean Davis and the Federalist. I mean, it's, this is truly remarkable, this, this one-page letter from Radcliffe today. So. It, it, it's, it's pretty crazy, too, because from what I'm understanding as well is that and this has been reported, uh, uh, I think, a few months ago, that the dossier was actually written by Simpson, Glenn Simpson, um, you know, years ago. And they just kind of used parts of it, created new things, and that's what, how they created this new steel dossier. All right, Jay, let's get to uh, Crazy Town. Uh, let's remind people what could happen today. This is number two. Roll it. Joe Biden, I'm running for, in this case, running for President of the United States. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other person. <laughs> I just spoke at, a, at Dartmouth on health care at the medical school, or not, I guess I wasn't actually on the campus, but people from the medical school were at the. I, I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. I'm not sure whether it's a medical school or where the hell I spoke, but it was on the campus. Watch what happened when those kids from Parkland came up to see me when I was vice president. They went under the, and some, some of you covered it. In Guatemala, El Salvador, and, and it, it, it's to win and say in Honduras and say, look. Huh? I mean, if he misspeaks one word, they don't. I know I'm called middle class Joe. It's not meant as a compliment. It means I'm not sophisticated. 
And there's an area where there's an important difference between this an area is an important difference between the candidates. I'm running. What? The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge and hedge fund managers. I just say to my watch me. Just just watch. I propose, and I'm going to digress slightly. I here we we're in a situation. I, the president asked me to head up a cancer moonshot. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. A trillion four hundred billion worth. Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. And by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs about seven hundred and forty million billion dollars every time. The price for whatever, or whatever the drug costs are. Three 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 zero. Three three zero. To say that LGBTQ people have no civil rights. And immediately changed the law in the state of Delaware protecting transgender people. I took on uh, Putin in terms of uh, Iraq. I mean, excuse me, in terms of uh, uh, um, what was going on in Ukraine. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend in and out of public life. Is among uh, many qualified people. I'm the best qualified people person for this job. And the reason is not just to help people who have or, or in fact, are and like to get Alzheimer's. Now, if in fact you are in a position, what was the case? You worked for Jimmy. Cut in half the number one insured of the Asian African, excuse me, the Asian American Pacific Islander community. Cut in half. And the demagogues around, demagogues around the world. <laughs> but if Donald, Hump, if Donald Trump is reelected, <laughs> so people are figuring out there's not a damn thing we can do that we can't, that we set our mind to, that we can't get done. Avoid having an excuse to walk by the dealer and say, no, I, I'm not gonna be a mule, I, 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 I got something to do, I gotta go do boom, boom, boom. We need to work again with Canada and Mexico as neighbors, not as adversaries, as adversaries. <laughs> Sachs or Benetton's or Nike or whatever in the, in the market, in, in, the, in their uh, um, places where they, in the malls. <laughs> Donald Trump does pose an excellent friend to this. The, it's not hypothetical. I ran the, the what they call the moonshot de dealing with cancer, and something after that set up the Biden cancer initiative. And the in here's the point: the conservative economist, excuse me, the columnist. So have a mechanism to control drug traffic. <laughs> You know, the, it's, it's not what we're no longer using chemical based things. All this thing dealing with cancers and other issues related to the immune system are bio oriented. And by the way, the idea that uh, um, <laughs> NATO, but we lead by the example of our power, not just the power. Look at the guy. Not just the example of our power, but the example. We're out there, and it's what we say. We don't have here in Miami, <laughs> in Miami, in Florida. You don't have a here, and that is, if you keep an audience where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? Unnecessarily, now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. They're probably anywhere from 10 to 15 percent of the people out there. They're just not very good people. Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let me see you. Oh. God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very oh. much. I tell oh. you what, stand up for Chuck. My mother <laughs> believed and my father believed 
that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. John's last <laughs> does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor. Or Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. And thank you, Chancellor. A man who will be the next president of the United States, Barack America. <laughs> but Tishik knows a lot about it. His mom uh, lived in uh, in Long Island for 10 years or so. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, um, although she's, wait, your mom's still, your mom's still alive. Your <laughs> God bless her soul. Get this we have a whole group of lawyers who are going out to every polling, every uh, uh, voter registration physician in the states, the secretaries <laughs> of state. I, I don't want you to have to stand all wrong, but, but it's oh, God, get away, kid. Me permission to touch him. Right? The case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy take second fiddle. We, they, we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's death did. But I'm looking forward to this, man. You walk behind me in a debate. Come here, man. Senator John, I mean, no, no, but I mean, think of, I mean, it's not about, I, I know. I'm proud <laughs> to be president of the United States, but I am proud to be. We can do that. We did that. We've been through this before with the coronavirus. We've been through this before, I mean, excuse me, we've been through this before with uh, dealing with the viruses that the N1H15. <laughs> it says instead of guaranteed health care, you will get <laughs> And if that voucher isn't worth enough to buy the insurance that's available Joe, wake in up. the open marketplace, wake well, up, Joe. tough luck. Now is the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> We're just normal people talking about the issues. The way the American people talk about them around their dinner table. I think that's why people like the show. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We give them news, opinion, sports, comedy, entertainment, music. But most of all, we try to give them love of country, faith, and family every night. We think political news is a big tent. Come on in, live from Studio 6B, 8 to 10 weeknights. You might like it. All right, the... um Audience is weighing in on what they think tonight. We're getting a lot of overs on the come on, man. Um, Lady uh, Lee Mason Barrio says he might do the side shuffle and trip, which is possible. <laughs> Mike Ramsey, Studio 6B 2020. Uh, Rick's uh, Paisley outfit is getting a lot of plays right now on uh, YouTube. 
<laughs> pretty sharp. Well, why don't you put the boots up there so they can see those? Yeah, those purple uh, suede or what are those? Yeah, suede. Is it suede or velvet? Purple suede. Prince That's his velvet. <laughs> it's beautiful. Velvet underground. Yeah. Um, cool. Veterans for Trump. I'd like to hear from anybody in Pennsylvania because I keep seeing these damn polls as I tweeted about uh, yesterday that I just don't understand how um, people in the suburbs in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, the suburbs are all about Joe Biden. Why? Because you don't like the suburbs? You want them to come in and ruin them? I don't get this. I don't get these polls of these suburban uh, suburbanites. Yeah, what think, possibly I, would you be voting for Joe Biden for if you like to live in the suburbs? I think that's being overstated, um, as they usually do, uh, especially because Philadelphia Philadelphia is insanely corrupt when it comes to elections. I was there back in 2004 for that election when I lived there, and... There were reports. You couldn't go near polling places. Uh, you had to expect thugs with two-by-fours. They were hitting people. Um, I believe that's already started again, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Philadelphia is crazy when it comes to elections. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on everywhere. Well, there was that one place, I feel where it was there, the Black Panthers outside stopping people from going in. And yep, I think that was Philadelphia. Was that I Philly? I think that yeah. was too, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so let's talk about the moderator here before we get to this thing. We got about uh, 13, 14 minutes. Who, Chuck? Uh, let's talk about Chuck back to back. He's back to back, man, you know? Um, Chris Wallace from Fox News is the debate, is the, um, is the moderator tonight. So let's go around. Delgado, I'll start with you. What do you, he says he's going to be invisible. Um, what do you expect out of the moderator, and what would you like to see uh, the moderator do here? I would like him to be invisible, but unfortunately that won't happen. I think he's going to insert himself a little too much um, what, uh, and get in aggressive way? in getting aggressive towards Donald Trump. He's got, and, I, and I believe he's going to probably try to fact check him. Well, now Trump's done an interview with him, and mm -hmm. Joe Biden, of course, has not because he hasn't done an interview with anyone. Um, do you think this Ratcliffe thing is worth bringing up? Do you think this should be brought up, hmm. given that it broke today? I think it should be brought up, but I don't think it will be. I don't think Trump should bring it up either because of the it's it has nothing to do with Joe Biden. I think he's got to stay you know stay focused, stay focused on the opponent. Okay, looks like their audience is getting the debate rules as they do each and every year. Uh, Paul Nolan, let's talk. I know you have some theories on the on the moderator already, so let me hear your thoughts on the moderator. I think if anybody believes for a split second the questions not only were released and leaked to Biden and his team and his camp, let alone probably written by Chris Wallace's handlers, I think they're naive. I think this is without a doubt they're going to prep Biden. Okay, wait a minute. Let's just be clear. You're saying if someone doesn't believe that that happened, they're naive. Yeah, I just think I just think the way the media has proven to be so corrupt, the corporate machinations that intertwine between you know, all these deep state players all runs through the banks and the media. There's no doubt in my mind that he knows the questions. There's no, I would bet every dollar I have to a donut that he knows what's coming. Yeah, I think it's all corrupt. Okay. Rick Amirati, any thoughts on the moderator, what you'd like to see tonight? Yeah, I think there should be an over-under on the time that the president takes over the debate, makes Chris Wallace completely invisible, and starts asking Biden the questions himself. Because I want to see some tough questions asked <laughs> of this man first and foremost and finally. Yeah, we haven't Rick seen A. any. Rick well, A is not just a well-dressed man. 
That's that's the guy with the answers right there. <laughs> that's what I want to see too, kid. Yep. Take it over. What do you think, Dave? Um, well, I'm probably the most naive of the four of us, as Paul would say. So I, I don't think the questions have been leaked to him. Although I think we would probably be able to tell fairly quickly. Right. Because we've, again, as I've just played you three different segments we did over the last six months, there are times when Joe Biden gets into word salad as his thoughts when he's thinking about things that he hasn't heard or prepped for. So I think it'll be, it might become obvious if Paul's right. If, if, if he looks sharp and um, the answers are well thought through and then maybe there's something to it. I would think in today's day and age that would, that that would get out if it, if it happened. Maybe not. But. It would get out through what? It would get out through social media and then it would be considered conspiracy theory or fake news and you'd have that filter over it or just simply yep. get blocked. How would it get out in, in today's uh, USACCP? We live in the most ridiculously corrupt, propagandized world. It's 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 unbelievable. Look look no further. Our show was starting to get two, three thousand people a night. It's more we did, the more we did. And how many times we have problems getting getting through to people on social media? They don't want to hear conservative voices or anything challenges their narrative. I'm telling you, man. I I, I think it's way worse than people realize. Okay, let's just let's just play along. Even if he has the questions. What do you think that means for the overall um, performance of the night, of the president, let's say? What I think it means is that he'll end up doing better than expected, that if he had to you know, fly by the seat of his pants or react quickly, I think he'll do better. And if he, as we know, as Van Jones said, he didn't throw up on himself, so he did great. <laughs> you know, like if he, if he simply holds up without making a complete buffoon of himself – He's the victor because the media is going to pump it and prop it. See, I think he's going to come out strong because he's going to, you know, have that energy. Maybe the first 15, 20 minutes, I think he's going to be okay. And then once once Trump starts hitting him with the body blows, that's when he's going to start, you know, kind of kind of teetering a bit. He's going to get a little bit off his game. I think I think that's when he's going to start to get flustered. I think that's when he's going to, uh, you know, you're going to see the first come on, man. Um, and then you're going to, you're going to see angry Joe and angry Joe is the Joe that you see when, when somebody challenges him, especially with a fact that he can't, he can't fight. He knows it's true, but he's got to lie about it. He gets angry. He, he gets angry at voters to their face. He wants to fight them. Um, you know, that's the, that's the Joe. I think Trump is going to drag out. I think he needs to. I think the president needs to be careful. He can to do some dragging, like you just described. I think, but I really do believe that if there are, and I don't believe there are many undecided, but if there are undecideds, this will be certainly the most watched um, hour and a half in probably television history. Certainly, it'll be the highest watched debate ever. That's a fact. I do think he needs to lay out some vision uh, or continue to to lay out his vision as he has for the next four years. Well, I think he should really talk about his platinum plan that got yep. very little uh, feed, you know, press, which should have got a ton of press. Um, obviously the PCs done in, uh, you know, the United Arab Emirates and, and even between Kosovo and um, Ukraine. I mean, he's creating peace. No, and he got his third nomination today. I saw that. Right. I saw that as well. And for specific events that will help the world. 
How um how hard does he go after Biden on um, Hunter? Uh, well, for me, I would blow him up. Well, what does that define? Blow him up. I would I would I would blow I would just I would call it all out. Yeah, I think I would, he's the gotta... second they bring up my tax returns. Yep. Then the next break, I would answer it the best I could. The next break, I would just be talking about all the corruption between Barisma and the drug problems. And the lack of training in any kind of field. And remember, millions Trump, of dollars. Anything Trump says, he might already know in the background. He can declassify right there and then just by saying it. All right, let's take our last break here before we uh, get this baby fired up. That's a great point, Rick. 